Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy, romance, and all of the delicious places they intersect. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Oh, that's good this morning. <laughs> Some days it just is what you need. And today is, it's Thursday. It's Thursday, December 3rd. I'm looking at my calendar across the room to verify. I guess I could look at the laptop on my lap, too, that has it on there. There's something I still like about having a paper calendar on the wall. Um, it lets me visualize the month, and I like having the images more on my theme of appreciating the images around us. I just ordered a new calendar for next year that I'm pretty excited about. Um, it's going to be um, some of the stuff that I'm going to be leaning into in the next year. Um, I'll put a link in the uh, show notes so you can see which one I ordered. I should get like an affiliate link, <laughs> but I don't think that they have them. It's a Llewellyn. I really loved um, Llewellyn Stephanie Puimun La. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. Sorry, Stephanie. Uh, I love her art. And I had a couple of her calendars, I think, for two years in a row. And then Luella stopped making them. So uh, they must not have sold well enough. It's sort of the thing that, that runs our lives, right? I have a little cowlick this morning. There we go. I got my hairs did the other day. So I am newly re-redded and um, tapered around my face. For those of you on video, you can see it's uh, he cut off a fair amount, <laughs> several inches. So that was good. So, so one of the things on my mind today, <laughs> I, I wrote it down last night. You know, like sometimes you post something to social media and then all of a sudden it like you know like 90% of the time it's crickets or I don't know what's the um, analogy for like there's there's crickets where it's so quiet you just hear the crickets chirping or then like you get your usual suspects who who comment on things um, I don't know what that would be um, it, it's almost like the uh, the Greek chorus right the ones who are um, faithfully responding to your inner monologues, regardless of how ridiculous. And then every once in a while, something gets heard and people respond. So I, I posted this last night to Facebook and Twitter, and I actually haven't looked at Twitter yet this morning. Maybe I should just to see. Um, on Facebook, all of a sudden, I got tons of comments on this post. And, and what was funny was, I'm still my tweet deck's loading. Uh, what was funny, well, let me tell you what I posted. I, I will go in order. We won't break the cridlock of chronology this morning, which is a piece of advice I got on memoir writing, which I think actually applies to a lot of writing. So break the gridlock of chronology. Um, I don't think you always have to, but it can be useful to do so. Okay, I didn't get didn't get 
a lot of comments on Twitter, but on Facebook, which is a clue, we have several clues here. What I said was um, that I saw an author review their own book on Goodreads and that they gave it five stars, of course. And, and, and I literally did. I mean, I was, I have Goodreads pop up and I saw this guy and it, I mean, the book has a pretty cover. So the cover caught my eye and the gal had five stars on there. And then there was something about the way she phrased the review that like when she, she was saying something about how great the book is, you know, five stars. And then that she, uh, was something about as she was writing it or the reason that she wrote it. And I was like, wait, what? And so I looked down from the name of the reviewer to the name of the author and it's the exact same name. I mean, there's like no <laughs> exact same name. And I'm like, is this chick reviewing her own book? And sure enough, she was, and she gave herself five stars, which, you know, I mean, go her, right? So, I went and posted this to Facebook and Twitter, you know, just saw an author <laughs> review their own book, gave it five stars, of course. And, you know, a lot of my author friends or, you know, reviewers, uh, book bloggers and so forth, they were all saying, oh, and I see the novel Cauldron is on here. Hi, good morning. She says, oh, no. Yes, it's, oh, no. Oh, no. But then there were a few people who popped up in the comments. And these were not people that I recognized their names at all. And when I went and looked, they were uh, not even Facebook friends of mine. Because I, I make most of my posts public that way. And... The you know so this is what is known in the in our circles as a clue <laughs> a clue when people who normally don't talk to you on Facebook and uh, aren't actually friends of yours on Facebook begin commenting on your post you know that like I don't know it's a clue it's a clue so these people started arguing with me you know and saying things like well um, you know. I would do it too, and I think it's great. And there were a few other people who commented things like, well, you know, authors should be proud of their work. You know, you should be willing to stand up for your work. And yes, obviously, I think that's true. Um, and, and some even said to me, um, one of these people who I don't know said to me, does this mean you don't promo your books? <laughs> She actually didn't. I don't know if there's a way to put it in, in, in a comment, but it was like, obviously I promote my books. Um, ye who has never been to my Facebook page before. Uh, of course I promote my books. Of course I'm proud of my books. I stand up for my books. Um, <laughs> I do not rate and review my own books. Uh, and there is a reason for this. And I was trying to explain it to some of the people commenting, the rational people, people commenting, uh, that Goodreads is a reader review site. And in general, reviews are for readers anyway. Uh, it is so that people can decide if they want to read a book. And if you go and review your own book and tell people how great it is. That's not actually a review. That's just 
um, I don't know, it's like literary masturbation or something. It's just, um, it, it's not good form. And, and some of the people commenting had said things like that they thought, well, you know, maybe the person really needed reviews. Um, you know, at least now they've got one five-star review and all this. And it's like, well, yeah, okay, that's nice. That's great. But there are ways to stand up for your books and talk up your books and promo your books without actually reviewing them. Um, it's even if you are doing it openly, like maybe she felt like, oh, if she did this openly, that it would be fine. Um, it's not, I'm trying to explain this. It's still a kind of trickery. It's, it's not a valid review. You, we are not capable of reviewing our own work. And Amanda McCabe, who is writes historical romance and lives in the same town that I do, uh, commented on there saying that if she ever reviewed her own books, she'd always get stuck on all the things that she thought were wrong with them. And we were kind of riffing on that, you know, like that would be the actual author review is like, you know, the author clearly didn't work hard enough on this book. Um, she had a great premise, but uh, failed to realize uh, because it turns out she just actually doesn't have the chops <laughs> to pull off her brilliant premise. Um, that that would be an actual honest review of one's own book, even if you are proud of a book and you could say, yes, I'm really proud of this book and I think it's wonderful. If you were to give it an honest review, those would be the kinds of things that would pop into your head. So when you give your own book a five-star review and say, I think this is an amazing book, there is a level of disingenuousness to it that is, is unsavory. And, and I'll stand by it. Um, all of the people who were saying, oh, it's, you know, I would do it too, and it's okay, and it's just a kind of promo. No, it's not. There's a lot of ways to promo your books without posting a review a five-star <laughs> review of your own book and if you're that desperate for reviews then there are other things you can do uh, i know it's hard i know it's hard to get reviews sometimes especially when you're starting out but that doesn't mean that you um resort to shady maneuverings so an upset on that the other thing i want to talk about is we watched a movie last night called The Five-Year Engagement, which I had never heard of. Have you guys heard of this movie? It was a 2012 movie. Um, and I've noticed that there's like this weird gap right around that time where we were like switching over. where it was All the video stores were dying out and streaming wasn't quite in place. We were watching a lot of Netflix through the mail. But there are a lot of movies from that time frame that I think are just now becoming available for streaming. So five-year engagement is with Jason Segal and Emily Blunt and Chris Pratt, <laughs> of all people. Uh, and it was wonderful. It's a 
rom-com. It was funny and charming and delightful. So I, I highly recommend. Definitely worth, uh, worth the watch. I've got my notes over here on what I want to mention. That seems like, oh, the other movie we watched, uh, my friend Dorinda Jones watched this and told me to watch it. And she said, you know, it's not, doesn't have great reviews, but she thought it was amazing. And it's called The Mortal, not The Immortal, but The Mortal. And it's a Norwegian movie. Although it's all in, um, oh, goodbye, goodbye, Novel Cauldron. I will see you at the event on Saturday. Uh, and I should mention that. So thank you for saying something about it. Um, I'm going to be participating in a panel on Saturday, December 12th. So actually a week from this Saturday. What is time? Who am I? And it will be at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Mountain Time. It'll be online. I will put a link in the show notes. That's, um, yeah, uh, at the Cary Library. And I'm trying, I was, I sort of paused there because I was trying to remember where the Cary Library is. And I don't remember offhand. I think it's in Massachusetts. No, maybe it's near Lexington. It'll be on the show notes. Anyway, uh, it'll be a really fun panel with me, Jennifer Eastap, Amanda Boucher, and Grace Draven. And we'll be talking fantasy romance. So that should be super fun. Tune in. It's free. You can get it online. You can watch. So have at it. Um, so anyway, the mortal, the mortal, uh, Norwegian movie, but it's in English. There are occasional, um, spates of Norwegian that are subtitled. You know, we watch everything on closed caption now anyway, so I almost don't notice, but, it, uh, the husband notices. Uh, it's really good, you guys. Um, and it's almost hard to talk about it without being spoilery. The trailer makes it look kind of like, I don't know, they decided they wanted to market it like a Marvel movie. And it's, it does have a superhero theme. Um, and okay. I mean, it's a Norwegian movie. And so there's, it has to do with Norse mythology. I mean, I feel like that's not too spoilery. That's not a stretch, but it, this is not the Avengers. <laughs> And I think that it's got some low scores and Dorinda thought so too, because people expected it to be like that. And, uh, it is instead kind of dark and subtle and, and really good. Uh, there's beautiful filmmaking and, and a different perspective. And David commented on it, that it was really fun to watch a movie like that from a different cultural perspective. So instead of having like the super glitz of Hollywood's spin on this kind of thing, this was more of a gritty moody piece um, with, you know, these wonderful shots of the Norwegian fjords. And uh, I should, 
I should make Sage walk it, watch it. Sage Walker um, has been speaking Norwegian and she's been researching her Norwegian roots. I have to make a mental note to tell her about this because um, I think she would love it. Um, scenery spectacular and these wonderful threads of the, it's almost like a magical realism, which um, feels very welcome right now. I know that there's a lot of, um, feels like things are moving that direction maybe, that there's some stuff going that way. And, and I'm teasing a little bit because this is going to have to do with some of my news, but I probably won't talk about it until next Tuesday. I know that's an oddly specific date, but there are reasons for it. So I will, um, we only have to make it a few more days. So I am working along on the Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince. I don't know if I like came out and said it, but I did push the release date back to January. Um, as usual, I was over ambitious on thinking I could have it out in December. So some of it had to do with um, my cover artist. I'm going to totally blame her. But also, I needed a little bit more time to rework this. I'm almost done writing it. Um, I am at 75,000 words. I'm still teasing out this magical thing. Um, I, I woke up early this morning with my brain churning on it, too. And this is something I talk about a lot. I don't feel like I ever get writer's block, but there are times when I like hit, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It's, I call it a wall sometimes, but I don't feel like a wall's a very good metaphor for it. It's, it's like a thick point. It's like, like, like if I'm thinking of my stories as coming through from another place, which is how it feels to me, like opening a portal and drawing the story through from another dimension or place or what have you and sometimes like it's it's too narrow or the veil's too thick I, I like the, the the term veil which goes back to a lot of Celtic mythology it's like the veil's too thick and I have to sort of keep uh, I, I say chipping and chipping works better for a wall it's almost like um I don't know working the veil it's like massaging it and beseeching it and saying, come through, come through and show me what this is. Um, I know that there's something going on. I know it has to do with this lake. Um, and I keep seeing the image of the lake, which some of that is like the imagery from the mortal too. But I had the images of this lake way before that. Um, but the fjords and the, the mist and there's something going on in this place and I don't know what it is. But it's, it's key to the story, so I need to figure it out. So that's where I'm at. I'm sort of gradually working against this. Um, trying against pulling, pulling. It feels like pulling, taffy pulling. Anyway, that's plenty of metaphors for one morning. Um, take home message. Authors, don't review your own books. <laughs> just, just don't. I mean, there's plenty of things you can do to be proud of and stand by your books without reviewing your own. Um, and people 
popping up defending authors doing this, maybe give them the side eye. Uh, I'll remind you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.